Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to episode two of the Merlin Footy Podcast. Father Oliver Merlin here, and with... JJ. Yeah, very good. Right. So this is our second week. We're getting into our stride now. And we're actually videoing as well for our new fans on YouTube. Hello, everybody. Hello. Shall we get straight into it and um, get on with our uh, topics? Otherwise, we're going to run out of time. No, really? I thought I did it yes. Yes, let's definitely get on with it. Okay. First thing I want to talk about is the Chelsea versus Manchester City game that we watched last night. Mm-hmm. We watched the entire thing last night, so we know more than we do about the other matches. So, what did you make of it? Well, I thought it was brilliant. Uh, I think that, you know, we've had some poor results recently, but I thought we played brilliantly last night, and I could really see what Pochettino is trying to do with this team. You know, 4-3-3, lots of energy in midfield. Cole Palmer coming off the right wing. Jackson, I thought, was man of the match. Played brilliantly. Led the line, but also dropped deep. I think he, he also saw Raheem did, Sterling's quality. It's fantastic. I think he actually did get man of the match. Did he? Well, well-deserved, I think. I looked I it up brilliant. when I found it. I don't, I don't know what to ask. We went to the home of the champions, and I think, you know, we created a lot of chances. Clearly, they outplayed us, and they had more of the possession. But actually, we had the better chances, and we outplayed it for long periods of the game, I think. Yeah, Manchester City had all the possession in the final third, which obviously got them their equaliser. And I was assuming that it was just 10 minutes away from the final, from us getting three points that they equalised. Because obviously we had a lot of chances, including that chance in the six yard box for Raheem Sterling, but Edison, Edison stopped it. So, and I think it was a poor decision by Pochettino to park the bus, especially that late on. Like, if you're going to park the bus, you decide to do it after you're like, okay, we're done scoring, we're going to go park the bus. He did it too late, and I shouldn't have brought on Casadei. He was, it was, you should not bring a player who hasn't played in the league before against the current champions. And I also don't know why we brought off Nicholas Jackson. He was, as you said, brilliant. I agree with that. <clears throat> I think that would be my one criticism of Pochettino. Did not see the need to change radically. We, we were holding our own at 4-3-3. And I know he wanted to park the bus, like you say, and get more security. But Chalabar didn't look that great when he came on. Kazadeh, bless him, looked Exactly, terrified. yeah. Chalabar's first game in ages, coming back from injury. And Kazadeh, as you said, terrified. Coming in his first, his first game in the league. Just finished playing for Leicester. And it stopped us um, having any threat in attack. And it just invited the pressure on more and more, you know. So if we cleared it, there was only, I think, Nkunku up front, and it kept mm. coming back. And, and, back, it, and, and back. it still went too far from Nkunku, where Jackson would have been there to cap, to take advantage mm. of it. And Sterling. Yes. Okay, good. But overall good. I also believe that we should have brought on Misha, Mikhail Modric, for those who aren't Chelsea fans. Mm. Misha is Mikhail Modric's nickname. Mm. We should have brought him on. He would have absolutely rotten Carl Walker and... Who was the defenders? Rubens, yes, Nathan Ake. He would have done them, he would have completely done their energy, and they would have had no energy left. And we would have obviously probably gone on to score another goal. Mm. Any uh, thoughts on our Chelsea defence? Because obviously we have the incident where we talked about the first episode, the Thiago Silva's wife uh, saying that it's time for a change, and Thiago Silva ended up getting benched, and we won. Thiago Silva is still, he wasn't even on the bench for the Man City game. And then, obviously, we have Rhys James coming back from injury pretty soon. Well, look, I thought it was a brave decision. Um, I, I don't know whether Thiago was injured or not, but I, I thought the young defence did absolutely brilliantly. You know, Chilwell's now considered to be an older member of the squad, but he's still in his early to mid-20s. So, 
Uh, Colwell, I thought, was fantastic. I think he's really growing. I think Desarsi is fantastic in the centre of defence. You know, can't play right back. And Malagusto, yeah. absolute renovation. I mean, for me, does Rhys James get back in the team? Which is a crazy thing to I say. I mean, they're both, they both play like each other. Obviously, Rhys James has got more attack in him. He scored more goals than Malagusto, who has also had a fair few chances. But Malagusto, every time he gets the ball, he does not go for goal unless he absolutely needs to. He crosses it in, and his crosses... Are brilliant. His uh, cross to Conor Gallagher for our equaliser against Crystal Palace at Selhurst Park was brilliant. It was brilliant, wasn't it? He ran on, he ran down the heart, right, right down the touchline, pretty much. Crossed it in, and Conor Gallagher just hit it with the inside of his boot, and it mm-hmm. was a great goal. Yeah, and pretty similar last night as well. Mm. Yeah. So maybe Reese James doesn't get back in. What about Thiago Silva? Does he get back in? I just, I mean, obviously he's brilliant. It would be. You have a lot of nerve to have to bench one of one of the greatest centre backs in the Premier League. Living right? legend. He's literally a living legend. He's mm. still doing. He's still at the top level at age thirty nine. But I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't look like he might be able to get back into the starting eleven. Colwell is brilliant. Desarsi is literally like a brick wall. He's tall and scary. Mm. He apparently made the most clearances of any Chelsea player in the last eight seasons in one match. Really. Mm. Wow, I did not know that. I mean, it literally was a brick wall. This man is a tactician. So, yeah. And let's round off. The Premier League title. Mm. What is going to happen? Because obviously it's a three-horse race. Man City have still got a game in hand. If they win that, they will only, they'll only they go up to second. One point behind Liverpool. It is absolute madness. And especially as they could have... Well, a lot of people thought they could have gone come with come away with three points. I would I think, be I would be tied with Arsenal, and then if they would go on to win their next match on Tuesday, would go to the top. Go to the top. I think most people had written us off, and they thought they were bound to win last night. So that was great. Hopefully, that'll rock their confidence. I said Liverpool earlier on the season, and I don't I don't see any reason why to change my mind. I think Liverpool I mean, are going to. Win. I think Arsenal yes. looking very impressive, though, aren't they? Winning every match. Yes, they are. They've years. scored tw- scored eleven goals in their last two games. <clears throat> That's a worry. Without a striker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Hazel's playing. What well, else played yesterday? In school, that blows it? our excuse of last season to not have a striker. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle are falling away. Yes, they are. They are away. falling off. They drew 2-2 two, two with... They've gone from beating us 4-1 after two incredible games and then end up drawing 2-2 with Bournemouth. Bournemouth taking the lead twice. Mm. Well, Bournemouth are good. I like that. Uh, I like their manager. Yeah, but they, you've got to think. They were fourth last season, and now they're drawing 2-2 with Bournemouth, who are like 16th or something like that. Yeah, they're falling away for sure. Bottom half of the table. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the League Cup final. Ooh, Chelsea yes, are in it, and after the uh, 4-1 beating against Liverpool at Anfield, we thought we were just like, okay, we're not going to win it, we're not going to win it. But after our recent games, three games undefeated, and we drew with the champions, our chances are looking very much more alive. Obviously, Mo Salah has come, has come back, which is not good news for Chelsea. Yeah. Scored yesterday, didn't he? But Diego Jota also came off, and it's not good to have a, not good to play without a striker, Diego Jota. No. And uh, Darwin Nunez is safe. He can score, but. Diego Jota is more reliable to score a goal than Darwin Nunez. <laughs> True, although he did score a beautiful chip yesterday. Yes. 
Yeah, I, I feel not bad about our chances, especially what we did yesterday. I think we're going, we found a shape now. I think that's good. He needs to stick with that, Pochettino, and stop chopping and changing. If he brings Thiago Silva back in, you know, and puts Madueke in for Cole Palmer or something like that, it would be quite disappointing. So I think stick pretty much to the shape we had yesterday. Uh, bring, on, Al- bring on Misha if we have, like, start Misha. If- yes, don't yeah. part them up. Uh, Alisson, I think, is also injured as well. So Yes, um, and I think... Keller is a good goalie, but he's not Alisson. He's not Alisson, but also, last time he played Liverpool in the League Cup final, he started Kelleher anyway, and Alisson was fine. So I think True. Kelleher, Ke- Kelleher, Kelleher is Liverpool's cup keeper or something like that. But, Chelsea to win yeah. on penalties. Really? Yeah, that's my that's my prediction. Do you not remember what happened two two years ago? Really? He lost yeah. twice to them on penalties. Mm. But yeah, Dor- I, I agree with you now, just remembering something. Jordi Petrovic's save against Newcastle. Yeah. It was a brilliant save. Mm-hmm. And... And Kunku appears to be very good at penalties. As I think we'll have a good shot. Cole Palmer will score. Yeah, Cole Palmer will definitely will score. He never, he, Cole, Palmer will never, score. Cole Palmer has never missed a penalty for Chelsea. Yeah. Right, what else? Is Harry Kane cursed? Oh, must be the question on everybody's lips, right? Yeah. He's now lost to Lazio and Bayern Neverkusen. Leverkusen. Neverkusen. <laughs> he loves to watch your names. He's not dumb. Yeah. What do he you annoys think? me though. What do you think? I think he's either really unfortunate or actually is a curse because he left Spurs after like years and years and years to win a trophy. First chance he gets, he loses 3 0 to I think Leipzig in the Super Cup. Mm-hmm. And now Bayer Leverkusen are at the top of the Bundesliga and I don't think Bayern are going to win it. No. He's gone to Bayern like to win a trophy. Now. Like eight points clear, but yeah, Harry. It's funny. Harry Kane has gone to Bayern to win a trophy mm. in the Farmers League, and it doesn't look like he'll be able to do it. No. He'll have better chances if he stayed at well, Spurs. They could go out of the Champions League next mm-hmm. week, right? Who are they playing? Lazio, and that's more hilarious. Chiro Mobley scored, not for Harry Kane. I, I think the thing is that Harry Kane really dominates teams, and he changes the way teams play. You know, he's quite slow, and they have to go through him as the focal point. Yeah. yeah, and I think that Bayern are not themselves at the moment. And Bayern Leverkusen are probably the same thing. It's a bit weird, because with the service of Jamal Musiala and Leroy Sané, for example, you'd expect Harry Kane to be scoring a hatch per game, yeah, which well, he was before. He was, yeah. It's terrible. But now, again, Bayern are falling off as well. I would be surprised if he um, doesn't win a trophy this season. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, and like, the only chance he's got is like one of the German Cups or something. Well, I don't see them... I mean, they could even go out against Lazio, which would be ridiculous. Yeah, I don't, I think, don't I see don't them think beating it. Liverpool or City or maybe even Arsenal over two legs if they meet later on in the Champions League. Mm. And probably not, well, probably, Real, probably not Ar- Real Madrid. Well, probably because Arsenal will get PTSD. Might do. Ten two. Mm. <clears throat> Might be. But uh, yeah, they've got to overturn a one leg deficit against Lazio. Look, maybe they will. But do they beat any of those other teams? I don't think so. And do they recover an eight point deficit in the Bundesliga? That's that. Yeah, it's hard to recover eight point deficit because you need first you need to win at least three games to get to get another nine points, mm-hmm. and you need the other team to at least draw all three of those games. Well, I'm not sure. All three Leverkusen of those have lost at all yet this season. No, and with Javier, Javier Alonso is killing it in the Bundesliga. Yeah. So I just don't see them bottling it. No. What else? Let's talk more about the blue card. No, not we, the blue card. We haven't covered Seriously. everything because, like, I read that if you get a blue card and a yellow card, you get a red card. 
if you get two blue cards, you get a red card. Really? Yeah, so, so it's you, just so, as yeah, which actually kind of it kind of makes sense because yeah. like if you can't just get a million blue cards, like you miss pretty much the entire game, but you're not yeah. you're not banned for another game. So I think it makes sense. Well, you raised a very good point in midweek before we were talking off air about what happens if a goalie gets a blue card. Yes. Now, goalie like, could easily they... get blue carded for dissent or wasting time or whatever. Yeah. A goalie would, because goalies argue all the time with the referee with yeah. penalties. So what? They they're going to have to imply a rule. They're going to have to imply a rule where they at, let someone use a goalkeeper blue card substitution or something like that. You have to nominate somebody else to go off for ten minutes. Yeah, they have they have to warm up as soon as they get the blue card, which takes like ten minutes, and the goalkeeper will be back on by the time the other, the substitute is warmed up. Jeez. So like, how's it going to work? Because you're not going to blue card a goalie, are you? Or even if you blue card a goalie, then you have to reserve goalie on, and then you have to nominate someone else from your team to go. What a mess! Yeah, I know. like, and then and then afterwards, the teammate has to stay warm because. Oh, but actually, I'm con- I've confused myself. Because oh. like when when the goalkeeper. I'm really sympathy for somebody who's they've got blue cards. Do you? <clears throat> no, but like still, just hold on. Let me give give me a moment. So if a goalkeeper gets a blue card. Yeah. You can't sub on a player for that blue carded player. No. So you do the same with the red card. You bring off another player and take the goalie's position. Yeah. And you then when the then when the blue the blue card when the blue card is up, you've got to bring on yet another player. If the if your substitute is already like stop warming like cool down. Yeah. You don't want him to come back on, otherwise he's going to get cracked. Yeah. Look, I think it comes from a good place, but I just not I'm not sure. There's a lot of questions to be asked. Then it definitely makes it, it. It would definitely add like way more balance with the descent and everything. Yeah. But sometimes, like. Why don't they just get more serious with descent and just if anybody that shows descent apart from the uh, captain, they get a red card. Yeah, it should be. It, it used to be just the captains who talked to the referee. Yeah. Back in the old day, there was no referee. It was just the captains who settled it. Yeah. My last been quite hard because they were all, they were both biased, weren't they? Yeah. Yes. Well, look, I think that's about wraps up our agenda for today, wouldn't you say? Yes. And now I've got to go to school tomorrow. Oh, man. Poor you. Anyway, next Sunday we'll be watching the League Cup. And maybe we'll do a special League Cup analysis podcast. We will see you all then. And if you are watching on my YouTube, go to Spotify or what else is on? What else have we got our podcast Apple on? Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Check out the Merlin Footy Podcast. It is good. And if you're watching from the podcast, go to my YouTube channel. It's called The Cooking Footballer. I post all kinds of videos on there. And it's pretty cool again. Great. See you, everybody. Bye-bye.